IBM and I have partnered together on this podcast. The content is my own and does not necessarily reflect the views of IBM. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask the CEO with Abraham Gatile. Today, I'd like to introduce a very special guest. She's the Senior Product Marketing Manager for IBM Systems. She has spent 13 plus years as a product marketing leader for B2B technology companies. It is my pleasure to welcome Misha Rangel. Welcome, Misha. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for joining. So Misha, IBM just published the findings of an IT infrastructure study conducted by Forrester Research. Now, can you help us understand what are the current trends for IT infrastructure spending? Yes, uh, so we collaborated with Forrester on this research report uh, and super excited to share the findings with you. Um, you know, at a high level, I think something that we found validated within the survey results was that it truly is a hybrid multi-cloud world out there. Um, you know, people are increasing uh, infrastructure investment on all, uh, on all aspects, um, not only with public cloud, um, which is really not a surprise to us, but uh, somewhat surprising is how uh, much uh, of an increase in investment um, companies are making outside of public cloud in other uh, infrastructure, uh, such as on-premise, as well as private cloud services. Wow, and what's driving these conversations around the IT infrastructure refresh? When it comes to refresh, something that's driving the conversation is really about a hardware end of service. Um, you know, it's like any other product that has a warranty expiring. You know, that's going to force the conversation on, you know, do we renew? Do we get, you know, do we upgrade to a new product, um, or do we look at other solutions? So the end of service has always driven uh, the upgrade and refresh conversations. But uh, what we're also seeing is those conversations are evolving to be more strategic in nature, um, because these are the times when companies need to revisit where their workloads sit. Um, you know, they may go through one of these refreshes every few years, and in a few years' time, uh, you know, workloads have changed. They need to reevaluate and make sure that, uh, you know, everything is working the most efficiently and the most uh, cost-effectively. So we're seeing uh, a change in these conversations becoming more strategic. Now, so it's interesting, you know, you mentioned the warranty, and as you know, as soon as your warranty expires, everything breaks down. Um, so, as you know, many companies are delaying upgrading their infrastructure for various reasons, you know, be it budget cuts, lack of resources, or something else. Mm -hmm. um, what are the ramifications of delaying an infrastructure upgrade? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because, you know, the, the fear... Uh, of an end of service is everything, you know, all of a sudden Big Bang isn't going to work anymore. And that's rarely the case. Uh, what ends up happening is uh, a company is very slowly opening themselves up to vulnerabilities uh, and very serious vulnerabilities at that. Some of the top concerns that become bigger risks uh, when a refresh is delayed 
include security concerns, right? That's, that's a huge one. Also, you start experiencing performance delays, uh, which can have a ripple effect in impacting uh, employee productivity, client experience. Um, so it's kind of one of those slow boil instances where uh, you know, it doesn't happen all at once and it's easy to kick that can down the road. But when that does happen, all of a sudden you're waking up to a big problem. For sure. I mean, you know, we talked about security and not a day goes by where we don't hear about data breaches. So, you know, step one, we have to make sure we're running uh, the latest software, which might require an up-to-date hardware uh, in order to be able to uh, properly secure your environment. Absolutely. And, um, you know, security doesn't uh, stop at software. Um, hardware has a security component as well. So a lot of times, uh, if from a hardware perspective, um, your data is secure at that core level, um, you're reducing risk um, at the software or at the peripheral level as well. Yeah, and that's, that's a great point. Going back to what we were talking about earlier about uh, public cloud and, and the different uh, spending. So one of the things that uh, the Forrester study talks about is that we're seeing growth in public cloud spending across all types of workloads. Now, does this refer also to mission critical workloads or are there maybe any kind of workloads where perhaps an on-prem or hybrid configuration might be a better choice? Absolutely. Um, and this was a really fascinating part of the study. It was kind of my favorite in terms of the insights that we found from it. Um, so although if you look at all workloads um, in total, public cloud seems to be kind of the default uh, location to house those for both efficiency, cost effectiveness, etc. There are two types of workloads that are uniquely designed for uh, a different home other than public cloud. Um, one of those is what we call mission critical data. Uh, mission critical data can be anything from uh, credit card information of clients, um, CRM, uh, you know, your, your customer uh, information, um, employee uh, information as well. Um, and from like ERP systems. So all of this can be classified as mission critical, meaning if something happened to this data, a business would really be in trouble. Mission critical for both privacy reasons as well as security and latency um, really needs to be housed uh, and have special treatment, which uh, a lot of times either comes in the form of a private cloud or on-premise. Traditionally, it's been housed on-premise. Uh, private cloud is uh, an emerging trend that we're seeing more adoption of, where this data uh, kind of has the best of both worlds, where you know it's a uh, virtual uh, house in, in a cloud, but has a lot of the security um, and accessibility uh, that you have on-premise. The second type of workload um, that we're seeing prevalence outside of public cloud uh, is um, what we call data intensive workloads. Um, and this is uh, the, the fastest growing type of um, data 
Um, so all of those great AI applications, um, the, the wealth of analytics and just data and the exponential growth in it, uh, it all has to be housed somewhere both because of latency uh, reasons. So a lot of um, this data is being updated very quickly as well as cost effectiveness. So um, housing data in the cloud is a consumption-based model um, and a lot of cloud providers charge for um, taking data from the cloud as well as putting it up. So, you know, it starts to add up quickly. Um, so a lot of uh, companies that were originally thinking, oh, you know, we'll just put all this in the cloud. The data has just grown such ex so such exponentially um, that they're really having to revisit things when they're getting their monthly bills. Yeah, and I could definitely see how the hybrid cloud model would uh, work as well, where if you have a model where you have some data in, uh, intensive workloads and some of them not, so then you could mix and match Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely um, an art and a science. Uh, there is no one answer. And, uh, you know, technologists and IT leaders are having to constantly, you know, balance uh, the trade-offs of performance and security and cost. It's, it's no easy feat. Yeah. And this is why a study like the one that Forrester conducted is so valuable to businesses because it's really hard to know what is the ideal configuration for your business. Absolutely. One interesting fact from the study was that um, a majority of, um, of IT leaders that were surveyed uh, found a pushback when they suggested um, a strategy outside of the cloud. So for, uh, you know, line of business or, um, you know, executive leaders, um, there is a default of, oh, you know, we should just put that in the cloud. It's smart to put everything in the cloud. Um, so there really has to be some education um, done internally with other stakeholders as well as a company in terms of what options are and what some of the pros and cons and trade-offs of those would be. Yeah, for sure. So Misha, where can people go to learn more about the Forrester IT infrastructure study? Yes. So if you'd like to download the report, we have a special URL, um, ibm.biz slash avrahome dash HMC dash study. Um, so I'm sure you could flash that up on the screen or something as well. Um, but yes, just go to that link and you'll be able to download and we have a webinar coming up as well uh, that you'll uh, have access to view by visiting that link. Awesome. Misha, where can people go to connect with you? So you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, that's probably the best. Uh, so my um, name again is Misha Lewis Rangel. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, or you could connect with me via my uh, email, which is misha.rangel at ibm.com. Awesome. And I'll post all this information to the show notes as well, so people can just go right to it and connect with you. Awesome. Misha, do you have any parting words of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think if I could have one takeaway from this, it would be uh, the, um, the elusive threat of infrastructure delays. 
Um, it's one of those uh, things that we see all the time uh, that can be so easy, you know, takes time, resources, um, but uh, just being consistent with those uh, can help so much with um, preventative, uh, you know, risks um, and threats to a company. So think of it as going to your annual checkup at your doctor's, right? <laughs> <laughs> which I'm, you know, which just like going to the doctor's office, many people like to avoid it because nobody likes doctors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, it, it, it helps us in the long run, right? Um, it helps really avoid a lot of risk. Um, so I think IT leaders have an extremely important role because uh, they all know this. It's just, um, you know, about balancing and getting buy-in uh, from stakeholders uh, to really prioritize um, those at, even though you know the threat is not imminent and looming. Great. Misha, thank you so much for sharing your time and your wisdom. I really enjoyed having you on the show. Yeah, thank you so much.